The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Malcolm Go Podcast, October 18th, 2017. I am Tony Loconti, your gracious host, here with my co-host, Tyler Trainer. Hey, hey. What's happening? Uh, little mama said, knock you out. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Ladies love cool James. Don't they? Don't they? Oh, of course they do. <laughs> um, Some of the fellas love him, too. So a lot of the fellas love him. Um, so... I'm back. I got very little prep done today as I was, you know, going through my daily routine where I usually completely blow off work from 11 till 5 just to prep for the podcast. I actually, I noticed the new truck in the driveway. It's about time NER showed some respect. You think I guess my, it's not my new truck. That's not your new truck? It's my brother's truck and it's vastly worse than my shitty Ford Escape they give me. The Ford Escape, I mean, it doesn't really uh, give any intimidation on the work site. No, it doesn't. It's, it's 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 like a matchbox car slash mini coupe. It's something that it could fit in the palm of your hand. It just stinks. It's the, it's. It's made for children to drive is what it's made for. It's not made for an adult man on a construction site. No. You, you, th- you think that thing could take a pebble to the tire? No fucking way. <laughs> Tell you yeah. what, though. We'll go for 300000 No problem. Oh, easy. Yeah, easy. of course. But Wait, so how do, are long. Why, do you get the, why do you get your brother's truck? Uh, he's, you know, we're switching up. I don't know. It's, a, it's work stuff. You wouldn't oh. get it. <laughs> it's, it's, he needs, I, I needed the pickup. He needed the escape. It's he needed the gas mileage. It's a, yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> You know what? Nobody's interested in that talk on the on the Malcolm Go podcast. I'm just saying. I thought and everyone here, on the, all my listeners, think that I'm full time Malcolm Go podcast prepping all throughout the week. They don't think that I'm doing construction during the week. I can't let them know. No, I don't want to. I don't want to break the fourth wall. Title. I got a little excited. I thought Vince, we're gonna get a Vince appearance, but Who's apparently, Vince? yeah, that's right. 
remember. No, Vince Vince used to be a great co host that would get get it the the word out to his friends and family in California and spread the Malcolm Go podcast from coast to coast. And ever since his disappearance, our numbers have vast evaporated from the West Coast. Yeah, it could be that. It, I've it, checked the region. He he's the West Coast. Uh, he was like the West Coast people that, that what they came to see. He was uh, he was he was the headliner for the West Coast. And Noah, it's not, it's not coming uh, coming back anymore. We We're got, not getting what we need. Yeah, we had the, all those like flimsy fans that would come and go. You know, yeah. wishy washy. But now we get Noah, and Noah's my fan. Noah you know what? Noah for the first time in a few weeks did not email me, and I think he, I think you finally got to him. No, Noah's a big fan of the pod. I, I've been getting my own emails. You got your own Instagram. Email? No, he's hitting me up on Instagram. He's like, "Ah, oh, keep it up while the pod." Mm-hmm. I think he's mad that they're not getting read. I think he, let's read some past Noah emails later. I've in read the pod. every single Noah email. Yeah, let's read one of them later in the pod. We'll see how he feels. <laughs> read another one. <laughs> we gotta leave Noah alone because I need Noah to start. He's he's got to get the word out too. He's 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 our only. He's our only advertiser on the street. He's our only down our That's street. True. Uh, we need to have a name for our fans. And there's no goers, Malcolm yeah, goers. Yeah, they are goers. Who, Malcolm goer, <laughs> goer. I asked. Uh, a, I asked a guy at the Patriots game. I was like, uh, I had my, I don't know, I had my awesome Game of Thrones flag. Said the North remembers, and it was the the barstool thing that I turned into a um, a flag. And uh, I was showing it to a guy, and I was like, Hey, do you ever hear about the uh, Malcolm Go podcast? I think he just wanted to look cool and said, Yeah, he did. I kind of <laughs> hope that he did. I'll take oh, it. Sonny's a. Uh, Sonny. D- decided he's going to join the podcast today. He's got a bag of goldfish. No big deal. Um, my son decides he doesn't sleep anymore, so that's a perfect addition to the podcast. All right, beat it. He does most of our statistical research for the pod. So if you producer. Tell, <laughs> yeah. It's our producer. You can tell why all our numbers are off week in, week out. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we have a three-year-old very, Manning. <laughs> very little editing prowess. Seven! <laughs> very little editing prowess coming out of him. So, Patriots-Jets game. Uh Another start to finish heart attack. Uh, basic no show in the first quarter, definitely. Yeah, it was, mostly f- up until the last five minutes, no show in the first half. It really does. It proves the difference between how like the Patriots play the game and how other teams play the game because the Jets really did dominate that first half. The first quarter, start they to finish, torched them. Even going to the end of the ha- the first half. They looked like they were about to go up 21 to 7. They looked like they were going to put the pedal to the metal. Instead, somehow the Patriots managed to make a terrible half of football a tie game at yeah. the half. It's like, how bad are there other teams the, that they can? I, there's really no team that is blowing anybody away right now. Um, even the Falcons are playing this week. The, both Super Bowl teams are playing terribly. Well, uh, the Falcons blew another lead. They were up seventeen yeah. nothing. They lost to fucking Cutler, who never ever came back from seventeen down in the fourth quarter before and did it on the road in Atlanta. He really is, and he's a pathetic quarterback. He's pathetic. He, he's like he has the skills, but he's he doesn't know how to. He's got lead. the arm. Yeah, he, he might be the worst else. quarterback in the huddle of all time. Like he, he must say things. Everyone. His body yeah. language is just a zero. It's just no. an absolute dud. And, like, he gets sacked a ton, and I have a feeling it's not because he's running out. No one wants to block for him. And he also doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't. And that's what you're literally like, all right. He's the epitome of just collecting a check. Yeah, exactly. um, Like, Martellus Bennett, when he was on the Patriots last year, and he, like, first got traded, remember, like, 
it was probably in the summer before they even practiced. He had like that Bennett Brothers ESPN thing. Yeah. And he was just shredding Jay Cutler <laughs> through the whole thing. He's like, I mean, he's not a leader. He doesn't lead yeah. men. Yeah. And I was like, he's right. He doesn't. You lead could tell because when he gets sacked and no one helps him up, <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting there. He's like, yeah, eh, here's another yeah. ten million. He roll, yeah, he has to roll over from his back to his stomach and kind of weasel like his a, way out, just like my toddler. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Patriots. I don't know. They, they. I don't even want to talk about. There was very little good points to this game because I thought I, I mean, actually saw a turning point. Well, the Jets. Let's let's the the Jets aren't as bad as they supposed were supposed to be, and the Patriots aren't as good as they were supposed to be. You know, written on paper, and and you never go by what they're supposed to be like. Yeah. But the Jets have zero talent on the offensive side of the ball. Very. They, v- like that's a team that. Really should do nothing against anybody. No. And it's not even on paper. It's it's like the Patriots have won with similar talent on the on like as wide receivers. Really, like that yeah, bad? Not, I mean, it was similar. I mean, they never had Tom Brady on the fucking yeah, you know. But they've won with like the 2008 receivers. Rashae Caldwell's the number one receiver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were like similar then, and they went to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah, or six. Sorry, and then um, so it's I mean similar, but. That team is like, you know, they're playing well together. The defense is young and fast and inexperienced, but, um, you know, they got good players there. All their, like, superstar plays that they had over the years are not good anymore. Muhammad Wilkerson is useless. Yeah. Um, he had one one play. I didn't around. see him do shit. Um, Leonard Williams is a stud. They got a lot of good players on the defense. Um, you know, and then they got away with some things. The Patriots got away with some things. Yeah. I mean, it was fucking... Garbage football game from start to finish. They have that old school formula of just running the ball and playing defense, which has been like I feel like the NFL is trying to wash that out of the league. Like they yeah. want thirty six. They want what happened in the Detroit game. Yeah, forty two to thirty five. Points, points, yeah, yeah. points, points, passing, passing quarterbacks. Well, and, that's what the Jets have been since forever. And, and they're the opposite. They run through a motherfucker face. <laughs> They've been doing that since forever. So but, it's always it's always been. Um, you know, they run the ball and beat you with defense ever since, and you know, Rex Ryan, yeah. same thing. Before Rex Ryan, Mangini, he was always the same. And I think it still works. I think that's why the Pats went out in the last couple of years have gotten two tight ends who can block, and they have a, a good running game. Like, they're trying to establish it early in the season because it, it does work at the end of the year. It does. You know? It pays dividends. They call yeah. it the body blow. <laughs> it's the body blow offense. Yeah. Um, they just beat you down, body shot, body shot, body shot, and then Tom Brady over the top, yeah. head shot, knocks you out. Um, so it works. The Jets, you know, they're not as bad as they, sh- you know, should have been. Um, and the Patriots didn't, defense didn't play good in the first half. And there was miscommunication, right? But the miscommunication didn't seem to be on the people you would expect, right? So you saw a miscommunication in the defense, but it wasn't since Stefan Gilmore didn't play, surprisingly, out of nowhere, doesn't play. Comes up, he has a concussion on fucking yeah. Saturday night. Looks like he's out this week, too. He might be. Eric Rowe wasn't playing. Um, so he's they put always Jonathan Batamosi, guy that I don't think has ever played cornerback never heard of that, in the dude. NFL, came in and had a great game, by the yeah. way. Played really well. He likes a hit. He's a sure tackler. That's why he's in the league. He's a special yeah. team ace. So he came in, played cornerback two against the Jets, and gave up a stat which was .44 yards per pat per or per route run. Some stupid stat, which is like a quarter. It's like better than ninety nine percent of cornerbacks in the NFL, right? 
and they were throwing at Malcolm Butler like he wasn't yeah. even the number one corner. They didn't barely throw at Batamosi. They were throwing at fucking Malcolm Butler all day. Um, and he was the one getting turned around. He left. He had three big blown coverages. You yeah. know, he made up for it because it was a very Butler day. I mean, he had a couple blown coverages, but then he had the fucking pick. And then he had he a bunch of break, breakups. He fucking punched yeah. the fumble out. Um, I mean, he Which, does Butler shit. At the end of the day, like the defense, a lot of people are like, oh, the defense. So they had three points in three quarters for the last three quarters. I mean, yeah, granted. W- what did they go, 24-3? Yeah, twenty four three to end after the game. fourteen yeah. nothing. Yeah, and that Butler pick to end the half was fucking that was beautiful. That's classic Patriots right yeah, there. That's, that really is. That's steal a fucking play. That's um, what do they call it? Uh, situational football. Exactly. Throwing the sidelines, he makes a cut on it. Fucking breaks on the football, gets the ball back. They went for one big pass, tie the game before mm-hmm. half, get the ball again. And, and you saw it all over Twitter. All like, in the rear view. People were bashing the Pats defense in the first quarter. It doesn't matter. Josh every... McClown is a terrible quarterback. He's a ba- so let him throw the ball he's fifty a times a game. He's a journeyman. And he's gonna lose the game for you. Like he's gonna make mistakes, <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. He he's a journeyman quarterback. He's, I mean, the Patriots' de- run defense was finally good. I mean, not that the Jets have a great offensive line, or or did they have good running backs in this game? Uh, they had a washed up Forte playing. Yeah, Forte. He looked good out of the backfield, but he didn't washed. Know. Who's there running? Who ran the ball for them? That twenty five. McGuire or something. Yeah, I I, some guy I've never heard of. No. Um, you know their good guy Powell was out. Mm. Um, so they had this guy running, and, and they couldn't pick up like third and one a bunch of times. Malcolm yeah. Brown Branch had a great game. Branch, Van Noy had a fucking Van Noy best game of the year so far for him. He had two sacks, but he you know he had the statistical he had the statistical. Statistical, yeah. uh, good game, but who knows? I really played a good game. fucking awesome. He had some big hits. Yeah, I, key plays. I'm still waiting for it to all come together for this defense. Like I, Malcolm there. Butler, in his whatever he's in his fourth year, or third mm. year, his third year, right in the defense, and he started the last three. Yeah. as the number one cornerback. Making blown coverages makes no sense to me. Like the fact that he has, he's letting guys just walk behind him. He's playing man defense when it's a zone. That, he's playing zone defense when it's man. It's he's lined up in the wrong position. That touchdown he went up. Times. The, it makes me the second think, touchdown was real bad. Yeah, the, he jumped on the ball, but he doesn't. See, he's, it's it's different because I I don't know. Sometimes I like Malcolm Butler making plays like that because he's right there and he's always fighting through the ball. Um, he never gives up the same thing with the the Safarian Jenkins fumble. I mean, he never stops punching and fucking fist fighting all the time. So he's just always going. So I don't mind him taking shots. Um, it looked bad at the time. I mean, if they were up twenty-one to seven and he took that shot, yeah. I wouldn't. It wouldn't have been as bad. Or if they were up fourteen nothing, he took that shot. But um, you know, that kind of killed him at the time. But I mean, he he makes it was a Butler game. He played. Fucking up to his level, and he played way down. Like he just needs to, he needs to just, I don't know, I don't know what he needs to do, but he I needs like to how, figure it out. I'll take it though. In I, the middle, he has to be in the middle, Malcolm Butler. I like his. I'll, I'll take it though. I'd rather have that aggressiveness. And me too. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather. Take I just that the, than the, fucking... the the blown coverage stuff is what's bothering me because this guy's he's not the newcomer. He's not no. Stefan Gilmore. He shouldn't be mistake making mistakes and leaving guys wide open by 25 yards or 35 yards that that it was the second touchdown where the guy literally just lined up in the slot and ran like a kind of like a deep slant it was like across the middle and he just caught it and outran him for a touchdown it was like 
it wasn't even a good route. No. It, we just, just kind of like ran and Butler was just behind I'll, him. And, I'll tell you right now, Malcolm Butler might be playing himself back to New England next yeah. year on a fucking $5 million deal, one-year deal. Um because he's just not playing up to his standards of the last two years. No. Um, but, I mean, he's still got that fire. But uh, I'll tell you one thing about this defense that I hate more than anything, and this is this was the problem in, like, 2011, 2012, when those awful defenses were fielded, was they could never get off the field on third down. And if, God help me, a quarterback ever started to scramble, there was a 0% chance you were ever yeah. tackling him before a first down. It never happened. No. I mean— the last three or four years, it was like, okay, third and ten, it's over. They're punting. Like yeah. you can't even. The, the, there was never a doubt that the Patriots uh, were going to stop them on third down. It was like a, they were like fucking thirty percent like uh, on third down conversions, and those were all like under third and five. But like third and ten and, and over, impossible. This year, it's like an eighty percent clip. They're getting third and ten, and constantly. You can tell it's like there's something off about them. They feel nervous because. Malcolm Butler ran that one corner blitz like early in the game, and he got a big sack, right? Yeah. And then they ran that same thing like three more times for three busted plays. It's like, all right, you, like getting cocky. It works it, once. You don't like, do the yeah. same play. It's like they have no confidence in any other play where it's like they just was like, oh, we can run a corner blitz and it works, and now we're gonna keep trying it because nothing else works. It's like it doesn't make sense. It kind of scared me a little bit that they have nothing in the repertoire. Bad defense, bad. Giving up these third and longs is like, it's a, it's so hard to watch. Like the defense, like you're like, okay, maybe next time they're gonna get it. The communication is down. They're gonna figure it out. They're gonna play sixty minutes, and then the guy just fucking Josh McCown's forty, and he's fucking slow, and he's just jogging for eighteen yards. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, they were gave up to the Jets, who were supposed to have a terrible offense. They gave up like. I don't know what it was. Like the first two drives were over at least over eighty five yards. They're the whole way just trotted oh, yeah. down the field, no stopping them whatsoever. Um what is this kid doing? Sunny bunny just causing a ruckus. <laughs> Seriously, fucking shit up. Um ruining my ruining my fucking uh my smooth uh, delivery here. I had <laughs> I had I was really rolling and he came in here. He's starting to build up, up his tolerance to that rum you give him in his Let's milk see. every night. <laughs> doesn't even fall asleep anymore. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I have to kick it up a notch, <laughs> Bacardi 151. Um, so, I mean, the guy that I did ha- think had a great game, Mal- Malcolm Brown, had a yeah. great game. He's finally coming on. Um, you know, I've been waiting a couple years for him to not be just like a behind the scenes, like unsung hero type guy, and become like a stud yeah. in the middle. He's he's always just good. Yeah, he's he's a he's exactly that. He's just a he's a fucking. Strong presence in the middle of the line that you'd never notice. Yeah, I want to notice him. All right, just yeah. make a play that makes me notice you. I want blow ups in the backfield. Like I want, a, I want a, an interior penetrator. Like I always wanted Dominique Easley to be great. Yeah, you know when he was on the team, like he, the interior. I wanted like an Aaron Donald Easley, type player. Easley was like he wasn't good, but he would occasionally show, show a sign where he'd like beat an offensive guard and get a sack. Yeah, every once in a while. I don't remember one Malcolm Brown sack. Ever. I Maybe off of like can't either. Like him just beating a guard going up the middle and getting a sack. No, like that's, that's not his game. He's no. just he's just a fucking run stopping guy in the middle. Like they, they, they replaced him basically to be replace Vince Wilfork. But yeah. Wilfork would get sacks from time to time again. He probably had like fifteen sacks in his career. And at least Wilfork had like a mean streak to him. I don't there's nothing mean. Yeah, about Malcolm, he's got his blonde dreads. Yeah. He's just 
He's, I'm telling you, it's all in that stupid long sleeve shirt he wears that just makes him look flabby. <laughs> it makes it. him look like that. Like it's chilly. You remember, like in Papuana, when there would be those younger kids that were like too fat to play, yet they would have to like play up. They have to, and pay. they'd be like huge, but they would be like a year younger, so they yeah. could be like bigger. So just chubby, it's like that type of kid. Like he's bigger yeah. and filled fatter, with air, but he just seems like he's younger and there's no intensity to him. Yeah, he's yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have the uh, yeah he doesn't have a mean streak of will for it. He's not gonna punch you in the mouth. No, but he's just he's got good technique. He's like just a. He's just a technique guy. He's yeah, a technician, he's as exactly. they say. He's just—he's like a—you know—he's like a mill worker. Yeah. I don't know. He's like just in there. He's punching he does the his clock. job. He does no, his job. Yeah. That's it. I just want him to be extraordinary. Is what I want from him. I mean, every—the whole talk of him like falling down the draft. Patriots steal him late in the draft when the Colts needed a, a run stopper guy in the middle. I was just like, I just—I was ready for him to be the next superstar, yeah. and it's just not. He isn't. He's just. He's just a, he's a he's a he's a cog. Yeah, in, he's he's solid. But it's just it's we have enough of those solid I, type people. We have no superstars really. In maybe high tower is it? Yeah, and McCordy are the best players on the team on the defense. No, no everybody else is either average or below average. And Speaking about uh, doers of jobs, Malcolm Goers. Your Colts. How about um? My how about Colts. your boys, uh, Mingo and Sheard looking like studs this weekend? Were they looking like studs? I didn't Mingo, watch. A rush in the, the defense. They let Mingo rush the passer around. No, nice. they didn't. Oh, he, Did was he, getting, get in the, he was causing a ruckus. Did he get into the uh, I honestly, backfield? I don't, I don't think he would cause a uh, sack, but he was in there. He was penetrating. I love it. Monday night football, Mingo, the, the lights are That's out. where he belongs. Yeah, exactly. He belongs on Monday night. He be- Under the lights. That's fucking. That's classic Mingo. That's classic LSU. Is it, what is. it is. He's all fucking LSU. Yeah. He, I hate it. I still, I can't get over how he never got to rush the passer here Dude, in New England. They, you know, they just let him go up there. This they don't num- give a fuck. The Patriots dra- traded for him. I was like, that's it. It's over. The NFL is fucking mm-hmm. rigged. They let the Patriots steal Barkevius Mingo from the Browns. <laughs> He's going to get 70 sacks this year. He gets to the, he comes over. I was like, why isn't he on defense? What do you mean he's not on defense? <laughs> He fucking running special teams gunner. I'm like this fucking six foot six behemoth runs four four, and he's like fucking he's he's making gunner tackles. I'm like, all right, what are we doing here? We spent four weeks last year on this podcast talking about how good Mingo was. Talking up Mingo, <laughs> getting ready for his ten sacks to come. We watched. We had to sit down and watch his entire highlight film as a preparation for the podcast. Oh my god, it was Tell basically it was like that. a porn video. I was watching it. I was like, I can't believe this guy's on the team. He can't be stopped. He's like a bullet. Uh I can't get enough of Barkevius Mingo. <laughs> so, um, the other big happening on the defense, the Safarian Jenkins fumble. A lot of controversy surrounding this fumble. Uh, I still didn't see it. At the time, I was like, is he fumbling out of bounds? Yeah. And then I was like, that's probably a touchback. I went and took a piss. I came back, and the Patriots had the ball, and they were like, oh, it was a touchback. I was like, I yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And then... Uh, Nobody, like, it was a fucking Twitter storm, shit storm. Every Jet fan on the planet tweeting at me, tweeting at Malcolm GoPod, at, Be- at Brady Disciple, giving me shit. Like, I fucking caused the fumble. Hold on to the ball. Not Hold my on fault. Hold Petey. Hey, listen, it's not my fault. Hold on to the ball. I up, son. I up. Austin Safarian Jenkins, I didn't make you fumble. He's the only one that accepted it. Everyone else was bitching. He was like, yeah, well, I got to hold on to the ball. I dropped it. Well, he did. It was weird. Like, it's some of these like review calls now it's I, too it much. kind of annoys me. Yeah, it's like ten years ago they just moved the game I don't along. Play. Let the boys play. Exactly, it wouldn't have been a thing, you know. Yeah. They were all right, touchdown. He, he had the ball when he got up. He had the ball fine. So yeah. It's like Harry. He had the ball pretty much, is what, and that's kind of how I felt. Like pretty much had it. I was like, don't cheat. by the it's letter like of the catches, law. You know, it goes back to all those old school catches of like. Yeah. 
that Des Bryant from a couple of years ago when he caught the ball, put it in the end zone, and uh, yeah. they should have beat the Packers, and they took that away. In the over Calvin Johnson, it's like, what are we even doing here? And just he has the ball, and he's I don't know, he's there. It's gonna be a touchdown. I mean, it worked out for the Pats, like fucking. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it was but, fucking. They would they they won by seven. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they that was that, going, was, that was going in for the win. Like if that was going in for the win, and no. they called it that, there was then I would have been like, oh, that's fucking game, annoying yeah. way to win. Huh? But yeah, they were up. What were they up? Fourteen at the time or something? No, I think that was a tie. It, but there was like four yeah. minutes left. The Pats came down, and ran the clock out after. I don't remember. But yeah. whatever, they won by seven. Either. That wasn't going to tie the game. No, maybe they're down ten, and that was going. Yeah, maybe right. yeah, they were down, down 14 and then they and they would have been down by three. Yeah. So whatever, still lost. Yeah. Uh, and, and you knew Brady if they were up by three was going to come down. It's Brady. I think I just, just. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of relying on Brady to be great every fucking drive. He's a 40 year old man with a, you know, a, a a offensive line that's underperforming, and no horizontal offense that they've been doing for 25 fucking years. And all they're doing is they're making a 40 year old man stand in the pocket for five seconds and throw the ball deep to Cooks. Fucking hits from guys like Leonard Williams and just fucking taking shots in the chest and fucking. Blindside hits from Coney Ely, just oh. nonstop, and I'm just like, this can't keep going. They have to figure out a way. I mean, Gronkowski, again, dominant. Jamal Adams, he was supposed to be the, you know, they drafted him to be the Gronk stopper. Didn't work out. Uh, Gronk goes off to get, you know, they, two touchdowns. These fucking rules, it really is. There's rules you talk about all the time for the rest of the league running routes, and mm. then there's rules for Gronk because Gronk gets fucking mauled all the time, yeah. and it's like. It's weird because it's like, yeah, well, I guess he is 60 pounds more than this other guy covering him, and he's just as athletic. But but if he breathes on a fucking DB yeah. on the top of his route, it's a fucking penalty. They, call they, those, they almost hit him with the flag preemptively. It would be fine if they didn't call the pass interferences on Gronk all the time, and then he didn't get the calls the other way. Yeah. But they call those on him a lot, and he really does. More than, it has to be yeah. more than anybody in the league. He does by get like a lot of them. Double or triple. Yeah. He gets like, he'll get like, Ten a season, you know what I mean. Easy. I was gonna say, yeah, like two every three weeks. Yeah, he gets like ten a season. Yeah, and they're all, you know, almost all bait, like because he does not push off. I mean, even Belichick was like, he doesn't push off. He doesn't push off. We no, because that's he, all they do is talk about it. And, exactly, because you know he doesn't extend his arms anymore yeah. when he runs routes. He keeps his shoulders down, and like yeah. he'll hit you with a shoulder a little bit. But he, the rule is your arm. If you extend the arm, you can run that. If the guy's in your chest, you can push him off. A yeah, little you're bit. supposed to be able to, but he's just not doing it. He's getting. Um, He's getting he's getting to the top of his routes. Does like and sometimes he'll he'll like his arm will touch the other guy and they'll call that. But um, you know there was one play or the Jamal Adams one they they called it, which is pass interference. It was complete face guarding. Um, you can't do that in the NFL. No, even though that everyone's was a brutal whining. one in in the end zone. And he yeah. he pushed him and didn't turn around. And it's like and then there was another one where they did the exact same thing with a linebacker on him and like didn't call it. And his fucking. F- is the guy's fucking face mask face mask was in Gronk's chin yeah. and he's trying to turn catch the ball. I mean they called that in the Super Bowl mm. against fucking uh Martellus Bennett. How is that not a penalty? I mean it makes no sense. You just called it on Adams. You're not gonna call it against his linebacker. Uh, he got uh he got one call early, which was fair because it was it was you know, it was pass interference. He did yeah. Yeah, it's pass but interference. When it it happens all the time, it's kinda like the 
I don't know. It's like the old school Detroit Pistons where it's like, all right, we're just going to keep following until you guys just decide to stop calling them because the game's going to get boring. <laughs> yeah, no shit. They're just, it's, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of just him getting, you know, him just being bigger than everyone. It's like a fucking eighth grader playing against sixth graders. You know, yeah. it's just like he goes out there and just is head and shoulders above everyone else and everyone has to hang on to him or hold on to him to fucking slow him down. And by the time, you know, the, the refs just, you know, get used to looking at it. You know what I mean? They really do. They so just, they just get yeah. used to looking at it now. They don't call it anymore because you could call it every single play on them. Um, I mean, do you see how many times the Patriots get defensive holding called on the, in the in the secondary? It's constant because the Patriots yeah. are running the same offenses. And you can call it every single play, but they only call it, you know, once in a while when it's egregious on Amendola or Hogan or whatever. And it's fucking, and that's it. Um, but you know, I think, I think it's mostly that, that they just get bored of watching it and they just don't think about calling it anymore. But if Gronk fucking extends a, a thumb at fucking somebody at the top of his route, they hit him in the face they with the flag. Nuts. Yeah. Uh, I did like, uh, the passing, the, the cooks obviously had a good game. Um, he had that long catch on the sidelines again. Yeah. It seems like he always has one of those now. I know, but I love it, but wait, it, expecting that every week and 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 basically relying on that as your offense is yeah. fucking a nightmare. That is like that is asking to be one and done in the playoffs. That's like that's like the a Ravens style offense where run the ball, run the ball, take a fucking Hail Mary down the sidelines. Yeah. Get third and eight, third you know, third and eight, third and five, Hail Mary down the sidelines. That's not move the clock offense. It's fucking it's, take yeah, it's deep shots. Score yeah. quick, take deep shots. That's why I think you're down fourteen nothing early because it's like things don't work and then you yeah. do that and you miss a couple of those and oh we're kinda fucked. We're fucked. It's twenty eight nothing, exactly. because uh, you don't have the defense to be able to comp- keep up with the uh you know you don't have the type of defense where you can do that, right? No. Last year you could have you know, taking deep shots during the game and, and won fucking 28 to 13. You know yeah. what I mean? Instead of winning by, you know, 35 to 14 with, you know, just moving the ball all day and keeping the clock rolling. Now they're not keeping the clock moving. You're going to fucking rely on deep balls, um, especially if Gronk's not in there. God forbid. That's the thing at yeah. this point. If he's out, they're fucking done. They don't have an anybody offense. in the middle. I mean, for some reason, Brady and, and Hogan can't get on the same page wavelength-wise with these crossing routes. No, because he's, he's like, catching them, but I'm calling every single time Brady is – the pass is like a yard behind Hogan. Or, or a yard. Oh, it's too high. It's he just not in his chest Hogan anymore. Hogan got destroyed this week on yeah, that He got one. a fucking hospital ball yeah. over the middle because I don't. Uh. some weird thing – He's he's fucking leading Hogan into fucking distress here. He's I like know. he's been getting him fucking drilled constantly. Because he doesn't run the same routes. Edelman used to run him from the slot. So when you run from the slot up the middle, it's a little different, you know. Like you kind of avoid the safeties a little easier, the linebackers because of the shorter route and it's a little quicker. But when you run the Hogan routes, where he's running him like twelve yards downfield, safeties tee up for those fucking balls. <laughs> they can't wait for him to yeah. come across the middle so they can put their shoulder pad in his fucking gut. That's a dream come true. It's it's but it's happening way too often. And it's like and a couple times, like the last three or four weeks, he's thrown the ball the interception in Tampa Bay was to Hogan. Yeah. It was over his head. The interception I mean the uh a lot of the stuff over the middle, Hogan you see Hogan making these catches yeah. and they're fucking a yard behind him and he's making ridiculous catches. Yeah. He and does look not, good. He so it's it's like I'm not I think they're gonna figure that out, but I don't know. There, there's just a spot. There's you can tell no, it's Amendola. Amendola had he had a decent game. He had like a couple big catches, but it's like they're holding him he out. He needs to have eight to 
10 catches a game in order for this offense to really work. And they're not letting it happen. They're, well, they're not letting Amendola get hit is yeah, the problem. They, they can't. It's smart in a way, I mean, because you don't really need Amendola to beat the Jets. Or you shouldn't anyway. Um, but other times, like against Tampa Bay, he's going to need to be yeah. part of the offense big time for anything to work because you're not going to be able to take 10 deep shots a game and you're not going to be able to throw to only Gronkowski against teams like fucking Pittsburgh or the Kansas City Chiefs. They'll just fucking annihilate you. Somebody with good cornerbacks is going to, you know, with a good secondary, like mm. solid all four positions, is going to just dominate this offense. Well, if, if you get any pressure up front from just your front, the classic way to beat the Patriots. Four, if you have four, four guys up front three. who can rush four and get pressure consistently, the Patriots will lose They'll 22 to 12. Like, yeah. they're not going to be able to put points up on the board. Because the run game... It was the first week, though. In the run game, though, I did like the fact that Dion was the lead back. Well, he took it. He seized that position. because yeah, he's been the best ball carrier yeah. week in, week out. So, And at the same time, Gillisley, if you give him eight carries in the fourth quarter, ten, he's going to tear up a defense. He was fucking so, burying people. Yeah. And up until that fumble, he was banging out seven, eight yards constantly. Exactly. I, so I like that. I and like he's fast Dion, and he's huge. And he lowers his shoulder and he likes to hit. So it's I like just, that fumble killed me. Yeah, I was like, I was kind of happy. I was like, more carries for Dion. Yeah, but I'm watching. I don't like to see, you know, how fast because it's so rare that a, a a running back can fumble in New England and like ever see the fucking field again. So like you're like you're waiting and you see him finally get a fucking fumble and you're like, oh fuck! Like you that, think it's the end of Gillisley. Like that was like any s- momentum second career fumble. Yeah, that so, ever. Yeah. But that's what Belichick does. Yeah, that's it doesn't exactly what ever give up. What did Ben Jarvis Green Ellis have? Zero fumbles yeah. his entire. <laughs> right. That's why he was the running back. Mission. The absolute zero flashy fucking the move. The biggest dud. He was a three yards per carry running back for fucking eight years. Yeah. But he started every single game because he never dropped the ball. My um, boy LG had another good week for the uh, the Eagles. I fucking really love fucking LG. tearing it up. It's I really do. Him. I love him. I love him too. I want to see him. He's like one of the few guys I love seeing him do good. Part at. of me wants. Him to fucking smoke pot and walk off the sidelines again. So fucking Belichick calls him up. Um, so I mean the yeah the lack of the horizontal offense is really killing this fucking offense. I mean the offense is really the the least of the concerns because Brady can make most of anything work. But yeah. he just looked lazy, like not lazy, but just out of it. Especially in the first half, like when they weren't getting things, he was just. I mean, an example the 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 they like they're moving the ball a little bit and then. You know, he doesn't have a play. He doesn't have a horizontal outlet. So he just fucking heaves it up to Dorsett into fucking triple coverage. I hated that ball. And I'm just like, why? Why do that? That was just like a waste yeah. of time. It was like a waste of, a, you know, an opportunity. I mean, you've done it for 18 years the same way. Short passes, over the middle, out to the, the, the sidelines, outside the numbers. You know, crossing routes, crossing routes, take a shot in the middle. It's not fucking... Second and ten, and you take a shot in a double coverage down the field and it's against always, a, a, on a, with a receiver in this fucking fifth game with a team. And you're not throwing that ball up to like a guy like Brandon LaFell who's like six four. You're yeah. throwing it up to a five ten speedster Speed who's guy. double covered with a guy with a tough. It's he's not going to make a play on that ball. He's not a jump ball guy. It's 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 like the same play that they've run so many times in games that they've lost. Yeah. Like, they in playoff games I can remember they did it against you know when when they were playing Baltimore in the playoffs and they were you know they were supposed to win and they got fucking blown out and they're coming back 
and they fucking throw a deep ball like that to Slater, and he gets picked off, and it just exactly. ends the game. That's exactly it's what the, I, yeah. It's like that's Remind the Slater. Slater, the Slater ball, like, no hand guy going deep. It's just like, yeah, he's fast. Fast guy that can't catch. It's not one-on-one coverage. If you had him one-on-one, the safety on the other side of the field, and you're throwing to the, yeah. the sideline, I get that If you're ball. throwing him open. Yeah, but it was double coverage. It was just a. It, it, right down the middle too. It's like that's not a hard ball for the safety to pick off. Like that was kind of easy. It was, and it was pass interference. But yeah, we're not gonna. I, you know, me and my Bridgewater days. I might have been able to backpedal. And open I could. The I, could I, I like to see you in your backpedal days. <laughs> you make a play on that ball. Oh, I had a hell of a day down at Melrose and, playing some flag football. I tore it up. When this weekend, I played a bunch. I walked down there and uh, like, eating flags. Oh, there was a there was a kid down there and. Uh, the first thing he says to me goes, uh, "You see these gloves?" He goes, "Look where all the uh, look where it's all worn out on the fingertips. It's the only place I catch the ball." I was like, uh, "Where the fuck am I?" Right I love this kid. He was, he was wearing sunglasses. The kid was awful. I was like, like, "What are you doing?" He, he torched you for two touchdowns. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> he, he embarrassed you on the field. <laughs> Took me a while to get him warmed up. So first right? of all, I went to Bridgewater State. <laughs> God damn it! I'm gonna take you out over the middle. Don't you ever forget it. I keep that under the hat. Try to get pick last, but. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, this kid, this is something else. <laughs> I loved him that he fucking he, he let you know that he was fucking coming to play. That's the first thing he Respect said. Respect that. First thing that anyone said to me when I got there, he was pointing out his gloves and where he catches the ball. I was like, oh. worn out fingertips. <laughs> Dude, hit me here, hit me here. The fact that he wear wide receiver gloves in a pickup game, it's like, come on, that's a big deal. You yeah. need him. Does he have yeah. cleats on? He must have cleats on. Oh, everyone has to wear cleats. You gotta wear fall cleats. over the place. I'd be taking shots. I used to take fucking. Cheap shots, so bad at flag football. <laughs> I was the all-time dirtiest fucking flag to football player at college. It was intramural league. First of all, it's douchey just to even think of. We had a uh, we had a flag football league, like uh, you know, intramurals freshman year. And, like my my floor, don't my dorm floor. It's all guys, so we all had a team. And this one kid, I forget, he had like his dad was like a call like a high school football coach or something. So he sent us all their old jerseys. Mm-hmm. We were like, I forget what we were like the fucking generals or something <laughs> stupid, orange and white. And everyone would make fun of us because we had jerseys. But we won almost every game, so we couldn't beat this one team. But I would take shots at everyone. Like I would put my elbow into the fucking necks. I wasn't fast enough because I already put on my freshman fucking forty <laughs> by this point. Um, it was probably only November, but I was already fat. And uh, so I would I remember like you couldn't you couldn't hit right. You couldn't like touch at all. Like if you were rushing the passer. So like I'd be on the line. And one time I just got frustrated with the team that we couldn't beat. And I just ran into the offense. <laughs> and he had his hands behind his back. This is the all time pussy move I did. The kid has his hand behind his back because you can only shift side to side to like block <laughs> the guy. And I just put my hand under his chin and threw him <laughs> backwards. And uh, nobody even saw it. And the kid got up and tried to fight me. I was like, what? This is a fucking. I was like, I got all cocky. I was like, we're going to fist fight now. I, just, I was the all time dirtiest fucking. Flag football player for no reason, just to be a dick. Those are those are some of my biggest douche chill moments of all time. Looking back, when you're like, I, I remember a couple of years ago, I was in California, I was working for this company, and we had like a dodgeball outing, yeah. <laughs> and I went way too hard. You went aggressive. <laughs> like I knew I was quitting in a couple of weeks. I was fucking, I was smoking girls with these dodgeballs to smash <laughs> all the fucking like, glasses you, flying off. I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? Make, <laughs> making these girls' lips bleed yeah. from their braces. I went on to go out and have a good time in these trampoline dodgeball game and drink a couple beers, not have to work that day. No? <laughs> <laughs> I'm belting girls right in the side of the face. It was awful. Hitting old I, guys, scratching people. I like fucking. 
put my put like my foot into their shins and yeah. scr- rub it down their shin to rip the, <laughs> rip the fucking leg hair off their <laughs> shins. This is a fucking sickness I had. <laughs> I don't think my teammates knew I, I, the dirty player they had on their side. Fucking, uh, but I got in their head and we almost won the championship. Came in second place. Uh, I like really to think I had a little part in that. I wasn't a playmaker. Yeah, but you know, it's I'm, like guys in softball who like slide into second base. It's like cleats up. It's like, what are you doing? What are we? What, I don't even care. You can have the base. Congratulations. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm, I'm not getting down there. I don't even want to win. <laughs> <laughs> Barely even care that I'm here. Just gets me out of fucking. I just the house. swing for the fences every time I get up and try and go in. Love to hit a bomb. Yeah, go home hit a bomb. Um, so. I mean, they find the Patriots. Finally, they're in first place. Makes sense again. They're four and two, but it just feels just gross. Like it's like a gross four and two. But here's the thing about the it's, ad- it's not four and two like two thousand. You know, like early two thousand. You're like, wow, they're fucking four and two. They look good. They're winning these close games. They have to win. Um, it's just nothing's been crisp. You know what I this mean? This is the NFL, though. Like, name a team who's like. All right, the Chiefs had a couple. That, whoa, mumbling like a fucking mumbling. The Chiefs stuttering. had a a couple good games, but. They came back to life this week. They lost to the Steelers. The Steelers have been in and out. They're another team that's supposed they, to be good. The Falcons, they're in trouble losing their offensive coordinator. They don't look that smooth. The Cowboys don't look good. They went 14-2 and two the last Packers year. The Broncos just done. lost to the Giants. The, the Packers, Packers are done. The done. Raiders are 2-4. and four. This is the NFL. You have to win these games against the teams you're supposed to beat, no matter how you win them. Yeah. And it's weird, like the they're one in, the Pats are one and five against the spread, which means that the public thinks they're better than they should be. Yeah, they're they're an okay football team right now. They're not great, you but know. No one's any, great. I mean, even like I hate even the citing Eagles? it, but you're yeah. The Eagles probably Eagles and the Chiefs are the best teams in the NFL right now. They're the teams that are winning. They're the teams that have been the most consistent, like week in week out. But yeah. they're not that good. The Chiefs no, aren't that good. The Patriots should have beat the Chiefs if they were like yeah. if they like were ready to play and all, I mean they, if they were ready to play they should have beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they came uh, out just off that was just a bad game. Yeah, they didn't play well. I mean they haven't played well since, so maybe it was you know the defense But I think the they Chiefs. are getting better. Like if you they're definitely a bit at a time. the defense is definitely better this year. I mean granted is a Jets but they I mean they let they, they turned it up at the end. I mean they you know at the end end of the second half into the second half they played a lot better. Yeah, and they're getting like all right, you can say the Jets had a lot of yards but they're getting turnovers which that's fucking football. Yeah, I mean that's where it matters. The only stat that matters is points at the end of the game where it, I mean this is the fucking 2012-2011 Bend but don't break mantra. Really, yeah. it gets you. It could get you to a Super Bowl, but it ain't gonna win it. Um, but I guess anything yeah, could really happen. But at the same time, you told me you couldn't see this defense with this secondary turning it around. In yes, the second of half. course you can. I mean, he's being locked down. Yeah, you know, they. I can see them locking down Denver easy. Teams like that locking yeah. down Denver, locking down. I mean, how good are the? I mean, the Eagles are good, but how good are they? You know, I don't know. I really don't think that Carson Wentz could beat Tom Brady in a fucking. Yeah, playoff game in the no, Super Bowl. He does look good, but not. I'm not. I'm not nervous about any team out there. No, the Raiders don't look good. I mean, nobody really looks we good. We talk about the Falcons, but they lost. Mike Shanahan was the key, right. a big key to that offense. Yeah, whatever. And he's Kyle gone. Shanahan. Is that him? Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, the, and the, Julio's been slow. Matt Ryan has really not been good this year. No, and they're, they're getting that running game going was. I think that was a lot of Kyle Shanahan doing that and. That's gonna start showing up soon. Like it's not working out for them right now. I mean, he's got like six touchdowns, six interceptions. Yeah, he had an interception to end the game last week. What was he? Thirty-eight 
touchdowns and two picks last year or something like he was that. Dominant. That's last why year. he won the MVP because yeah. he had two picks or something like that. He was dominant last year, and he had he hasn't done anything this year that remotely, you know, warrants even being in the Pro Bowl. Um, they have. I mean, Julio hasn't been playing. He hasn't played well. Sanu He's a was hurt. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that's that's it. You got to be hurt. To, you got to play hurt. Um, I don't know. Their their defense is super fast, but not big, and is getting like gashed on like run plays. The yeah. Dolphins were running all over them. Uh, Jay Ajayi was like fucking. Yeah, he had one hundred and thirty against this big game, yeah. uh, which is, I mean, I. They're not built to stop the run. They're built to have a lead and, and keep it and put pressure on the quarterback, which yeah. is, I don't know. Classic I think that's Seattle. the Pats are kind of built a little bit to run the football this year. I mean, I think the, they have to run the football. I mean, uh, that's the only way. I mean, they, what Atlanta excelled at in the Super Bowl was taking away the short pass. Yeah. Which the Patriots don't do anymore. So, no, they don't. so it's like, uh, it's a lot of run, run, play action. Run, run, play action. Deep pass, deep pass. And it's weird. And it's going to be and Gronkowski, of course, is there yeah. this year. So that changes some things. Um, so, I mean, obviously, I don't think the Patriots' offense is cl- near their Super Bowl level right now where they were basically unstoppable. Wait, this during... might be a dumb question. Did Gronk play in the Super Bowl last year? Is that a serious question on the Malcolm Go podcast? Am no, I he losing play. He didn't, right? No, you're drunk. That was Martellus Bennett. I know, but for some reason, I felt like he almost came back towards the end of the year. Well, he then... probably could have, but they didn't like let him. Like, they said that, like if there was any possibility, it was going to oh, be the Super shit. Bowl, but it didn't. He didn't do it. All right. Wow. Wow, you really blacked that out, didn't you? <laughs> I really did. They won. Did you know that? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's going to be a lot of twenty-eight to three talk this this week. Um. I'm a little nervous because. This is like the same thing that happened against Seattle a couple of years ago, where like the team's coming in with a vengeance, with a, a settle to score. You know what I mean? Yeah, and a score to settle. This one, is one way to say it. How the league has been every game. It seems like they just lost to the Dolphins yeah. at home, kind of embarrassingly. Yeah. And they aren't. They're better than the Dolphins, so it's like they're gonna turn around and have a good week. Yeah, and they know? had a fucking. I mean, you blow a, a, a seventeen point lead the the week you're going to face a team. That you blew a twenty-eight to three lead in the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, you think they're, they're going to hear it all week? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're going to be ready. I mean, they're going to come up here, like I said, with a score to settle. And this is exactly what happened against Seattle. The Patriots didn't play up to, you know, they didn't play well. They weren't, you know, Seattle always played strong. You know, they're always strong. They played a great Super Bowl. The Patriots played a little bit better, and you know, fucking schemed from for two weeks to beat that level of football. Um, the Patriots, and then. Basically, the Falcons are going to come in and be, you know, a good team. Hopefully, I mean, if they play good, you know, they'll play. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But, you know, if the Falcons come in and they play at their high level, like the high level they played in last year where they, like, kick it on for a game, they're going to fucking blow the Patriots out of the water. I just right don't now. think they have that team anymore. I don't think, like, I am. I mean, their backs are probably – they're. The three guys are basically Coleman, Freeman, and Julio. I mean, yeah. Sanu is is he even like he's hurt, right? He's hurt, but he's I think he's going to play this week. I mean, the, the thing with with them is I just think it's just a different. It's a mindset. They're going to come into this. They've been circling this game since fucking the end of last year. They knew they're playing the Patriots this year. They they're just ready to come to fucking Foxborough and play. So like the wide without Sanu, their wide receiving core is basically Julio Jones and then Gabriel, right? Gabriel's, their tight ends aren't great. They get this that, Hooper. Is he a rookie? Kid. 
No, he's second I, I year. Know, I think he played. He played in the Super Bowl. He had a touchdown in the Super Bowl. In oh, fact. did he? Uh, Alabama? Is he from Alabama? No. Who knows? Who uh, is from Alabama? Alba- I just don't think Alabama man. I just don't think they're. I mean, unless Matt Ryan reverts back into Matt Ryan of last year and and tears it up, they, their offense isn't that good. No, they, it's not that good. But neither is the, the ball. Is the Jets' offense good? Is the fucking? They just put up seventeen. The Bucks put up fourteen. Like they're the Pats are kind of been. The defense has been doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Get turnovers and play good defense. Like, Yeah, but here's the thing is the Falcons have way better receivers. Um, well, they yeah. got Julio Jones, who's the best receiver you can have, right? So <laughs> Seriously. Yes, what are you going to do? You're going to have – if Gilmore can play, have him on him with – have him on Julio with a safety over the top and then have Malcolm Butler play Tyler Ga- Taylor Gabriel or whoever and fucking – or yeah. Sanu. I mean, it's going to be a lot of matchups this week. This is a perfect week to go man-to-man. You this can't, is going to be a big matchup week. Yeah, that, big Pats, man-to-man yeah. week. I mean, it's going to have to be – hopefully Gilmore could play. I don't think Rowe is going to play. So you might see Batamosi like, again uh, in the slot. John Jones is going to be out there with the speed. Did um, John Jones might be a good matchup for uh, Gabriel because yeah. they're both really speed guys. Did um, um did Hopkins when we played Houston, did he have a big game against the Pats? Uh no, I don't think he had a big game. I don't game. Really remember I think him. he had an average. Who covered game. him? Gilmore or Gil- uh no, Butler was on him. Butler? Yeah. Butler's more into those shorter, shiftier guys. Yeah. So uh like anybody with height that you know, wingspan, I think Gilmore's gonna be on most of the time. Be a good matchup for Eric Rowe. Eric Rowe. Well, he was on he him in the Super Bowl and yeah. did really good in the yeah. Super Bowl. Um so, you know, it would be interesting to see. I just think that it's just hard for me. On one hand, I see Atlanta coming in with, you know, revenge on their mind. Only All they want to do is win this game, like, for the season. It's like the, This is, like, their game to win, yeah. circle on their calendar. Probably why they fucking overlooked Miami. Um, but on the other hand, I can't see the Patriots losing three out of the four home games they played. No shit. At it, home, at Pats, home. yeah. It's going to be They've already right. lost Two out of three really should have lost all three. Yeah, and uh, the Houston one was kind of a steal. Um, so you got, you know, you you're gonna lose three home games. When's the last time they've done that? Fucking nineteen, uh, two thousand two, maybe. I can't even remember the last. They yeah. the most I think they've ever lost is two since Brady's been here at home. And yeah, they never lose at home. I can't remember them ever losing more than two. And and the usually the second one is game week sixteen when Brady's sitting out. If the Pats win this week two, five and two compared to four, five and two puts you in position to again be the number, number one seed. seed. Yeah. yeah, it puts so. you on a trajectory for it. This would be a week where I could say, okay, that's a good win. That's a that's finally a fucking good win because yeah. I didn't feel like beating New Orleans because their defense was shit then no, was a great win. I didn't think the Jets win was a good win. No. I didn't think the Tampa Bay win was all that great. I know I didn't think Houston's win was very good. I thought it was a steal at yeah, the end. Yeah, it was a steal, yeah. I but mean, Carolina, Carolina's a good team. Carolina's a good team. They should the have been. Yeah, and, Ka- and Cam's looking better and better every week. So yeah, that's he, like a one where I'm, we might look back at the end of the year and be like, all right, well, they were actually ended up being like the three seed in the NFC, so that's a tough loss, but... Yeah, but I just don't. I don't know. I mean, uh, they they didn't have to face Gronk. They took they took away the like I said they took away the horizontal offense in the uh, Super Bowl. So I don't really know how the Patriots are going to attack their defense because they're built on speed, right? So it's going to be a lot of running, I think, in this game. And I think it's going to be a lot of running. I think it's going to be a lot of Gronk over the middle. But I could see them taking a lot of deep shots with Cooks. I just, uh, I mean, their their secondary isn't great. They got that one kid Trufant who's good, but I don't know if he can keep up with Cooks. Yeah. Because they, I mean, Cooks has seen the Falcons 
you know, a bunch of times, right? He's played the Falcons like five times because he was on the Saints. So he's he's he knows them. He's played them. They also know him and played him a lot. Um, I think their safeties I, are solid, but they're not. I mean, Ricardo Allen, he's solid, but they they I don't know. Their defense doesn't. It's not. Are they missing guys from last year? It doesn't seem like the same defense. It doesn't seem like the same team. I don't they, know. It, it's they're playing like a different team. They're yeah. not setting the world on fire like they did last year mm-hmm. and fucking dominating teams. What did they win like? I feel like they won like ten straight going to the Super Bowl or yeah. something. They, I mean, they were really good, especially second half of the season down the stretch. Their defense wasn't great, but their offense was fucking like record setting. So it's not that this year. So the defense is really fast. It's not as good as or as shut down as like the Seattle defenses that Dan Quinn used to have. But it's like is it? It's turning the corner. It's going to be a really good defense. I mean, they're going to get hits on the quarterback. They got a lot of pass rushers. Um, it's it's just up to fucking the offensive line again to get it done. I, I, I just feel like I think the Patriots are going to finally have a good game. I mean, they're prime time at home. I can't see them being shitty at home for a fourth straight game. It's not going to be a it's not going to be like what happened in Kansas City. It's not going to be that if they lose, they lose tight. You know, it's yeah. not the spread's a little high. The spread's like five or something like no, that. It was Six, three and a half. Today. Oh, it came down. Yeah, it's three. I think and it was, yeah. All right. Which is basically. The Patriots are half point favorites, like yeah, on a neutral site. Yeah, which saying that the Patriots are in, and the Falcons are basically an equal, the, equal team. team, which is fair enough because I think the like the Pats got a little better. I guess they didn't really. Get, I think the Pats are a little better on offense than they are. Maybe Falcons are probably equal yeah. on defense, yeah, a maybe. little better. But it's gonna be, I don't know. I think it's gonna be tight. I think it's gonna be like if I had to, my prediction for the week is like. 26-24 Patriots. That's Ooh. like yeah. Twenty-six. Speak of that. I think we need to lay a nice little panic button for our boy. Well, hold on to that thought right now. Uh, I got a little thing we're going to do after this. Uh, so my game pick, I, I hate everything about this game. I want to be wrong so much. I've never picked against the Patriots in the history of this podcast. Oh, shit. So I don't know why I'd do it now, so I'm not going to. So I think the Falcons, uh, they come out and play, avenge their loss on primetime. But I just think the Patriots, I think they finally turn the corner, play 60 minutes, right, play tight. I think the Falcons are going to play their best game of the year. I think the Patriots are going to play their best game of the year. Um, I think the Patriots are going to win 35-28. But I do think that if Gilmore and Rowe can't go, it's going to be really tough to win. I think it's going to be like if Gil- if Gilmore and Rowe sit out this week, both of them, I, I don't know if they can win. I- I re- I'm picking the Patriots, but if both of those guys don't play, I think I think the Falcons might win. I mean, this come game. on. I-, I picked against the Pats early against Houston. I think it might be time. It's occasionally you can be honest on the podcast. That's what we do. I'm here. honest on the pod. That's it. I think the Patriots are going to win. I yeah. think they're going to turn the corner. I think both teams are going to play their best game. I think the Patriots are going to be more than ready to play this game. And the Falcons didn't have to play against Gronk last year. So, so I want to do a little thing before we ended the pod called panic buttons. I'm going to name a player, and we're going to give them an amount of panic buttons. Um, so, number one, Mike Gillisley. No big gain runs yet. Got the big fumble, short yardage issues. How many panic buttons are you giving him? I don't give Gillisley any panic buttons. Zero panic buttons. My thing with Gillisley is... That's incorrect. It's one panic button. Uh, Here's the thing with him. One if, panic button, Mike If Gillisley. the Pats get up... If they have a, like a, you know, a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter in seven minutes left, pass up the ball... Gillisley gets nine carries on a drive, and he's gonna have like eighty yards on that drive, and and like and we're gonna be like, all right, this is. Well, what show we're it to me. For. Show it to me, Mike. It's do we just haven't been there yet. We haven't been in a position to do that. Okay, next, Elandon Roberts. 
bites on every single play action. <laughs> Never seen a play action he didn't love. Wants to attack that hole more than anything in the world. Fucking Safarian Jenkins waltzed by him. Fucking doing the Charleston in front of him. And he didn't realize the number one thing you're supposed to do as a linebacker. If a guy crosses your face, cover him. Guess what? Didn't do it. So fucking he waltzes into the end zone. Touchdown. Um, a Wayne Roberts pass coverage panic button? No, just him in general panic buttons. All right, if we're doing pass coverage panic button, I don't think there's enough panic buttons Infinity on the board. Panic buttons. Just <laughs> but in- I'm gonna give him. Uh, I would say we're looking at like a. a, a I want to give him a one panic button on the on Wayne Roberts. Oh, I got two panic buttons. Oh, over two. Two panic buttons. He landed in Roberts. <laughs> Next, the infamous milk carton, Dwayne Allen. All around useless. Fat idiot. Nuts. The the Patriots tweeted a photo of him the other day, and I said, that's what he looks like. (laughs) Like a different person. I thought he was a white guy. No idea. (laughs) Who's Dwayne Allen? Never seen him before. Um, Has been useless in pass pass, uh, protection. Has been useless going out for the ball. He's got Joey Galloway-itis. Doesn't know the routes. Doesn't know the offense. Um, Can't figure it out. Don't know what he's doing here. Biggest regret, I think, Patriots offseason, letting Martellus Bennett go, signing Dwayne Allen, or trading for Dwayne Allen. I'm going the ultimate three panic buttons. Three panic buttons. That's a cut. Dwayne Allen. Three panic buttons as a cut, and he deserves every second of that goddamn cut. That's this guy fucking That's the ultimate sucks. panic button. He's terrible. He doesn't do anything good. Get him out of here. Next one, Tom Brady, Chris Hogan connection. That's a one panic button for me. I'm oh, nervous. you're crazy. No, it's a connection issue. There's right. something wrong. It's breaking up. They're on. Uh, if this if this was a cell phone, they'd be on one bar right now. Not they're not they're not full strength. They're still they're still there. Yeah, they're All one right. bar. They got something, but they're talking, but it's just not struggling. working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can still hear each other. They're but nervous. It's starting to break up yeah. a bit. Uh, some over the center. I just don't get it. Whenever Hogan crosses center, everybody watch it. Every time Hogan does a, uh, a crosser over the middle of the field, Brady's a fucking he's a, he's a fucking yard behind him and passing. He's fucking Hogan is reaching behind himself every single time. I've noticed it. People online haven't, but people will. They'll start to catch on. Next one, the last one I have, Stephen Gostowski. No panic button. What? Zero Not panic button. Not even a single buttons. panic button for that one miss. What did he miss? He missed a field goal. Yeah, it uh, was. It was. It wasn't a chip shot, but it was makeable. I have no panic buttons for one Stephen Gostowski. Right, I'll give it to you. He's, I thought he was a stud this week. He uh, he's pinned him deep on on kickoffs. Um, that's where he really makes his fucking. He break. makes his money. I mean, he he's still gonna. He'll probably lead the league in points again. Uh, dominate fucking his kicks. Uh, his kickoffs are the best in the league. He's making his field goals. That's where it matters. I mean, you miss an extra point here and there. Yeah. You know, when you're the Patriots, you can kind of afford that. If you're going to make the field goals, he's making the field goal. He's not Nick Folk. He's not missing fucking three they a game. They don't put him out there. I don't like that they don't put him out there for the 52s and 54. Like, they have been. What, did he hit a 58? Bit- in, didn't he hit a 58 in Gillette? Well, the, the it might have been one yeah, at the end of that, but I feel like they should do that. It's a lot of times they're kicking from, they're punting from the, you know, the 38, 36. It's like, let him fucking, that's, that's he high has school. the leg. They'll go for it. Do one of the two. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, you got, any, you got anything to uh, to plug? Oh, we got a hot Walnut Street Cafe oh, tomorrow shit. night. We got a big one. We got all the fellas going down. We got Big Al. We got Mike Whitman, one of the biggest comics in Boston. We got we got a crew. I'm telling you, Carolyn Plummer. The squad's showing up. One. We got a hot one. 
What's Thank the address you. there? I've never been. Walnut Street Cafe, 157 Walnut Street, uh, Lynn, Massachusetts. Oh, careful, folks. That's Lynn, Massachusetts. Run through a motherfucker face. Um, so, as always, you can find us at Brady Disciple on Twitter, at Malcolm GoPod on Twitter, at Malcolm Go Podcast on Instagram. Let's read one of Noah's past emails real quick. I don't want to read his email. Come on, pull one Get up. to it. How the fuck am I? What do you want to read? I read, I read, I read them all already. We'll read it on the podcast. We'll we'll discuss it real quick. Get, I've get already, to know our fans. I, I I can't even get to it in time. Oh Jesus! It's so We're far away. Apart. I I don't even know where. I, I'd have to scroll down so many emails to even get all right, to. Alright, well it. Noah, send another one back. We'll read it on the pod next time. It's our mistake. If we get fan email from Noah, I mean other these other I get idiots, tons of fan emails. We got that that kid Jake from what was it, Wilmington. That fucking idiot that... Fuck you. We're not reading your email, Jake. But if we get a Noah email... Noah's our fucking... He's our tried and true. Noah's where we make up bread and butter. Noah and Steve... I like that dude, That's Steve from... Uh, Yellowstone? Salisbury or... Sil- That's Steve from Yellowstone. Sudbury? Yeah, Steve from Yellowstone. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a, he's a big fan of the pod. So anyway, call, you know, email us, malcolmgopodcast at gmail. Uh, that's where I get most of my communique mm-hmm. and I like to communicate with my fans and, uh, you know, next week we'll listen, we'll, we'll write down some stuff. We'll, we'll chat. I want to have a live caller in next week. Uh, a couple of ex- expatriates have, have, uh, reached out, not reached out. I'd say I've reached out to the ex- couple expatriates, the but they have, there's interest there. I'll yeah. say there's interest there that maybe one might want to be in studio at Ooh. the Malcolm Go Pod studios. So again, uh, we Mount, got the hot ones too, like uh, we got a good one. A lot of potential from Lonnie Paxson, ex long snapper. A lot of buzz around. You know that. his real name is Leonidas because he's named after that guy from Three Hundred. Oh shit! The real guy, not the movie, because he's fucking fifty. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, Podcast at gmail dot com and uh, turn it up this week, Patriots. Win the game, do your job, get it done. Whoa! I don't play defense. No. Go Pats, go Pats, go Pats. Do your job! Alright, don't try to make too much out of it! Just do your job! Seven, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor! It's about respect! We win this game, you're honored! Your kids are honored! Your families are honored! Staff receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted. And that's the Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Ray. In the back. Snap ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good! It's good! It's good! Adam Vinatieri moves a 48-yard field goal, and the game is over! And the Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The best team of the Hey! Did it! I love you, man. Did it, bro. I love you. I love you. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.